0: Hello, and welcome to the Content Minds. My name is Ryan Broderick, and I used a new shampoo today, and my hair is too fluffy, I think. Like, I enjoy a fluffy head of hair, but this, I think, has become comically fluffy.
1: That's interesting. I have... I, so I've been using a new shampoo for the last couple of months. It's worked really nicely. I'm really into it. But when I was in the shop, Earliest day, I did see that dog shampoo comes in the exact same bottle. And while mine is not dog shampoo, it does look a lot like it.
0: Wait, what's your name first?
1: Oh, I'm Luke. Hi.
0: And wasn't there like a whole Twitter thing where a guy was using dog shampoo and didn't realize? No, no, it was, it?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it, there was a that did happen. And I'm not using dog shampoo. That's important. Just okay. It, just it, I, I saw it and I was, I was thrown for a few minutes.
0: I mean, I, I am not above using dog shampoo. I want to be clear on that. <laughs> I have I have pet some golden retrievers where I was like, damn. You got a really good good hair.
1: Good 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 fur, good coat.
0: I would like a nice coat. A silky mane. <laughs> Content Minds. My name is uh I already did that. Welcome to the Content <laughs> Minds. This week we are talking about the most important time of the year Tumblr's end of year fandom metrics. We're gonna be talking about the top trends on Tumblr of 2021, the top ships, the top TV shows. We're gonna go very deep into this and try to see if we can figure out what this means, if anything, about the wider internet and culture of the world. But before we do that, Luke, how is the internet this week?
1: The internet this week uh, was, I'm going to go with wired. Like it felt quite tense and on edge, but in no particular direction.
0: Interesting. I feel like in America, the internet this week, uh, like I just don't think anyone gives a shit anymore. I think this is, I think we are essentially running on fumes and no, one, like, I don't think this is like, you know, like I'm a columnist for a newspaper talking about the great resignation. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> I just think that like culture as a whole in America doesn't exist anymore. I think we're just kind of, we're over it. Wait, well, is this,
1: oh, hang on. Is this not surely America hitting Thanksgiving and it's like, okay, we're done with this year. We'll go till next year.
0: Well, in a way, but I think like so like the way it works in America is particularly in media, but I guess like any advertise, like any advertising based industry perhaps where you in the first weeks of November you work insane like a, like a, like an absolute maniac because you have to get a bunch of stuff done before Thanksgiving. And then you right. have another two weeks to work like an insane person. And it's just like nonstop meetings that won't go anywhere because anything you decide in these meetings that happen between November 1st and January 1st just won't go anywhere because nothing will be implemented before the, the new year. But everyone tries in vain to get things done. And then it all. I, but I think this year people have just given up.
1: I feel like the America sorry, the Canadian situation of having of like no October and then December for your two big festivals make sense. I think end of November, end of December, that is too close.
0: I enjoy the British system, which is that after November 5th, no one does anything of any substance or value and basically just gets like pissed at award shows until like February 1st.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the dream. This is is why I can't record this show on Wednesday next week, which is that I have an award show.
0: Right, which is honestly hilarious to me. I mean, I will never get over the idea of newspaper awards as, like, a thing that, like... I,
1: I have not been to a, a newspaper award show in, like, well in like two years now. And I assume it's going to be, be cancelled anyway because of Omicron.
0: I, I think most Americans haven't been to a newspaper award show since the, <laughs> since the 80s, maybe. I, if they even happened then. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but well, yeah, but you guys have TV award shows. Like, our well, TV news is irrelevant. Our newspapers are important. Your TV is important. Your newspapers are relevant.
0: We don't have, like, TV award shows for the news. I bet you do.
1: I bet, I bet before now, Chris Cuomo has won a bunch of awards, and now he's awful.
0: I don't know. Are, are newscasters, like, going to award shows for other newscasters? That can't be right.
1: I'm sorry. D- d- just don't... Can't you imagine... I'm, I'm using Chris Cuomo here just because, obviously, a bunch of things have happened. Why? What okay, happened? Had, have you not heard the Chris Cuomo thing?
0: What happened to my boy Chris?
1: Oh, he has been suspended I want to let indefinite. you know.
0: I want to let you know that I would absolutely... My brother, you, my brother, I would absolutely (laughs) help you cover up whatever you did.
1: Um, Oh, God. I mean, this guy. Weird. Why
0: hasn't Chris Cuomo tweeted since November 23rd? What happened? That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So uh, awards. He's had multiple Emmy Award nominations. Uh, He has had a new, he was the youngest person to get a news Emmy. He's had a Polk uh, Polk Award, a Peabody Award, an Edgar R. Murrow Award, a Gerald Loeb Award, and a Silver Gavel Award.
0: Okay, You'll
1: give your TV guys awards.
0: Okay, I know TV journalists who've won Emmys, and I don't think they actually air that part.
1: Obviously, they don't air the newspaper awards either. You just go, you get drunk in a room, and it's fine. Like, this is- I'm trying to compare it to what we do.
0: I'm aware that there are journalism awards, but I think your culture of journalism awards is much sillier.
1: We have a lot more newspaper awards and a lot fewer- I don't know, we do have a lot of newspaper awards.
0: I, I once won an award- at an internet award show for best gift maker in 2012. I won my, a solo award and I still have it. It says Ryan Broderick, best gift maker. Cause that was a thing that you could win a shorty award, which was also, <laughs> I think what the awards were called, the shorties. Um, well, I hope you and Chris Cuomo have fun at your journalism award shows this, this <laughs> winter. Um, you told me before the show that you have an update, another update on your, uh, continuing quest to undermine Netflix's analytics. So what is it this time?
1: Not money. I just find it fascinating. So the what, the- what
0: new horrifying metrics about British people watching Young Sheldon do you have for me? <laughs> Although, wait, that, that reminds me. Richard Dawkins is into Young Sheldon now.
1: Yes, of course he is. He's perfect.
0: He tweeted that, yeah.
1: So this um, does not involve Young Sheldon at all.
0: Oh, man. Okay.
1: Okay, so- uh, basically the Barb numbers, and Barb is the UK's version of Nielsen, so it's like a panel, and they you know track how many people in their panel watch whatever shows it is. Uh, they have now included streaming services for the first time, uh, and okay. this is for October. Uh, and they... One of the things that they have included um, is... Well, basically, they've put all of this stuff together, and they've figured out how Netflix and Amazon Prime and all of the streaming services shows compare to actual terrestrial British shows. However... It's only a watch on TV sets. So if you watch it on your phone, it's not including these numbers, which means these num- makes these numbers next to useless. But oh, okay. Let's, let's, let's start anyway. In the top 100 shows watched in the UK on TV sets in October 2021, uh, streaming services have five of the top 100. Okay. Just five. The top of those is Squid Game, which is number 10. Okay. But that comes below shows like the quiz show Blankety Blank and Coronation Street and Country File where people go into the country and look at sheep, um, which is also in the top ten, bearing the lead, maybe slightly there. Hold on, also- wait. Before
0: we move past this, you have a you have a game show called Blankety Blank.
1: Yes. Oh,
0: Okay, that's not just like you making up a show; that's like a real show.
1: No, the point is, is that you, I, I, I believe that you answer questions. You, you have a phrase, and there are blank words in it. And then you have to guess what the word is. And then you say something and it's an innuendo and everyone go, giggles. And then it's not the right answer and you carry on. Okay, that sounds like a nice show. Yeah. Also in the top 100 at 46 is uh, the Netflix film The Guilty, which I had not heard of. Uh, you at 58, uh, made at 67, and then Black Widow, interestingly, at 79.
0: Weird. Okay.
1: Yeah. And that is the only streaming shows from that are in the top 100 in October. What's Which is, number?
0: What's number one I, of the whole
1: list? Strictly Come Dancing.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: And then uh, the Great British Bake Off. So I guess this. But Strictly, fir- Strictly, Strictly Come Dancing had almost twice the audience of uh, Squid Game.
0: So I guess this just like further proves our working thesis that like not that many people are watching Netflix.
1: I mean, yeah, no. Like one thing I have noticed about this is that when you compare this to the overall numbers, because Barb do have a way of measuring uh, what. Uh, viewership on mobile and tablet and desktop, but they aren't able to include them in these numbers because the methodology is different. Is that it looks different because younger people watch younger shows more on on streaming stuff? So I think all this stuff has done better in other areas. And like I think if you were to pull this apart, you'd get stuff like I don't know, Pretty Little Liars doing much better and all that stuff. But I do think it is fascinating that what Netflix is in terms of Netflix impact. It's net, it's, the reason its impact is so strong is because it's global. Because you can't go on the internet without seeing Squid Game stuff. You can't go anywhere without seeing Squid Game stuff. Even though in the U in your country, a normal amount of people are watching it. But there's basically nothing in the US that happens at the same time around the world on like major channels. Like succession is kind of the closest at the moment. And succession, I think is not, I don't see a huge amount of conversation about it. I see I mean- plenty, but not.
0: There's a big conversation, but it's from,
1: like, you know, the worst people on Twitter. Sure. Like, the most recent version of this... Like, Squid Game, to me, feels, like, on about the same level as Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, or, like, the very first seasons of The Walking Dead.
1: Yeah, which didn't have the same... Which had a similar kind of cut through. Like, it would not have surprised me if you told me that, you know, six or seven million people in the UK watch Game of Thrones each week. That felt... That would have felt about right to me. Right. Um. So, yeah, I I think it's fascinating. I think it's kind of the... Netflix feels like a huge thing because everything's super accessible and you don't need to kind of like catch at the right time or watch on catch up. It's just there whenever you want it. So it drives conversation because it's very international and can be watched by everyone. But ultimately, I think that it is not, it does not have the same, an awful lot of people have not watched Squid Game, basically, in every single country, is my conclusion here.
0: Well, once again, you've proved that slightly less people than you think have watched Squid
1: Game. <laughs> so great yes, job. yes, that is the goal.
0: So. Let's talk about Elizabeth Holmes' daily schedule from 2005 to 2009, because this was going around on Twitter this week, and it's fascinating.
1: I am fascinated by this because Elizabeth Holmes was so ineffective. Like, if you showed me this and it was like, oh, this is what uh, Jeff Bezos does, I'm like, sure, he's made a lot of money and has built a a company that's successful at doing many things that are, are, are very unpleasant to an awful lot of workers. But, okay, fine, I get what he's done. Elizabeth Holmes hasn't really achieved anything, ultimately. She, she achieved a very small amount of value temporarily and then lost it all when it turned out that everything she was doing was fake.
0: Right. Well, she was but, LARPing. So it would make sense that like her yeah. daily schedule is also a LARP, where it has her, like... It's true. What does it say? Four, so it says 4 a.m.
1: Rise and thank God.
0: Rise and thank God. Most, most things are not logical. Most things are not logical. Four... That was very
1: helpful in the work that she did in science. Yeah, because it turned out that there was no logic there either.
0: Oh, I should point out that this this is all handwritten. This the screenshot we're reading from is handwritten on a Raffles International Hotel uh, napkin from Singapore. Um, so from four to four fifteen, she washes her face and changes. From four fifteen to four forty five, she meditates and clears her mind. Oh man, the amount of like tech weirdos who just like. Wake up at four in the morning to just close their eyes again and sit there is crazy to me <laughs> like i what off- she, what
1: she means what she means that is like she's gone back to bed. she's had another nap
0: i mean obviously you no I mean in real life she's waking up at like six in the morning and looking at Twitter. She's not waking up at four a m and thanking God all right so four forty five to five twenty she works out five twenty to six twenty she changes showers, shaves, and perfects herself. She prays again. I didn't know she was this religious. She prays from six twenty I mean, to six thirty. When
1: you're that close to getting found out, I think you're constantly praying.
0: First of all, okay, I don't care how religious you are. Like even at the most Catholic, like repeating the rosary, I don't know if you need ten whole minutes to pray. That just seems like a lot of time to pray. So from six thirty to six forty-five, she has breakfast, which is a banana. and room. Yeah, with like too many ends in the word banana. She has four ends in the word banana and way. Uh, W-H-E-Y Then uh, from at 6.45 she drives to Theranos and then her daily schedule just sort of gets real vague because <laughs> then it goes yeah. s- s- uh, lunch she has a salad with tofu and then dinner she has broccoli with quinoa I mean, it's, it's like nuts It's all nonsense
1: But it's the second tab that really kind of drives it over the edge because the second tab is just a series of affirmations which begins with I do everything I say, word for word. I am never a minute late. I show no excitement. I don't know what that's about. You show no excitement? Like, okay, all about business. That's in all caps. I am not impulsive. I do not react. I am always proactive. I know the outcome of every encounter. Okay. Is that is that before the encounter or after the encounter?
0: Well, I think it's obvious that you would know the outcome of the encounter after it happened. I think
1: she's- I don't know that I do. I'll be honest.
0: Okay, well, yeah. Hmm. She can't. then it says, I constantly make decisions and change them as needed, <laughs> I, which is, I, I, I mean, that's not anything.
1: I, I constantly make and then change my decisions. It's like, that is bad leadership. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, that's nothing. Uh, I give immediate feedback, non-emotionally. I speak, <laughs> I speak rarely. And when I do. Crisp and concise, in all caps. Uh,
1: Other than when I'm informing people about my constant decisions.
0: Right, that I'm changing all the time. But I also know the outcomes of all encounters, so there's no point in really even getting up at four in the morning, really, if you know everything. I call bullshit immediately, except apparently not in her own notes. My hands are always in my po- This is wild. Okay, hold on. My hands are always in my pockets, or gesturing. So she's either- She's either got her hands in her pockets or they're moving about wildly.
1: Yes. Those are the only two options.
0: And then finally, I am fully present. So like 85% of this is just like Patrick Bateman speak. And then like the other 15% is actually probably too crazy to be an American psycho.
1: Yeah. Just the idea of constantly being, constantly monitoring the position of your hands and being like, hmm, my hands are not in my pockets. Wait, they're not gesturing pockets, gesturing pockets, just...
0: Wild. Like, like Patrick Bateman would think this was crazy.
1: <laughs> it was too much, yeah.
0: Yeah, he'd be like, no, that's like, you can do stuff with your hands other than gesture or put them in your pockets. <laughs>
1: you can murder people.
0: Well, or you can take your headphones on and off. Yes. Or, like, so make that. phone calls to prostitutes on your gigantic phone.
1: Also, I show no excitement. I mean, actually, to be honest, the line, I show no excitement, calm, direct, pointed, non-emotional, it does feel like a specific uh gender thing.
0: I mean, these are just affirmations from the Bodybuilder's Instagram from last week's Content Minds episode.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, they almost are. I do not hesitate. It's very that guy. Hold on. Wait, what's the what's the
0: um... ah, here we go. OK, so let's compare that to this, shall we? Yeah, I live in the American Gardens building on West 81st Street on the 11th floor. My name is Patrick Bateman. I'm 27 years old. I believe in taking care of myself in a balanced diet and a rigorous exercise routine. In the morning, if my face is a little puffy, I'll put on an ice pack while doing stomach crunches. I can do a thousand now. After I remove the ice pack, I use a deep pore cleanser lotion. In the shower, I use a water activated gel cleanser, then a honey almond body scrub, and on the face, an exfoliating gel, (laughs) and on the face, an exfoliating gel scrub. Then I apply an herb mint facial mask, which I leave on for 10 minutes while I prepare the rest of my routine. I always use an after lotion with little or no alcohol because alcohol dries your face and makes you look older. Then a moisturizer. Then an anti-aging eye balm followed by final moisturizing protective lotion. There is an idea of Patrick Bateman. Some kind of abstraction. But there is no real me. Only an entity. Something illusory. And though I hide my cold gaze, you can shake my hand and feel flesh gripping yours. And maybe you can even sense our lifestyles are probably comparable. I am simply... Not there. I speak rarely, and when I do, crisp and concise, I call bullshit immediately. My hands are always in my pockets or gesturing. I am fully present. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it works perfectly.
1: Yeah, that fits, that fits, that that, that stacks up.
0: Okay, well, I wish her the best in her ongoing fraud case. (laughs) Jesus. Or whatever it is, yeah. I mean... All right. Well, I mean, do you? Luckily, you know, she's the last crazy person to to run a tech company that is run on bullshit and lies. So, you know,
1: that's true. That's true. Now, Jack Dorsey's gone. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. Um, do you have any th- Do you have any big thoughts about Jack Dorsey leaving Twitter before we move to our big topic this week?
1: Uh, I guess it's good that he's gone. I don't know. <laughs> is it good that he's gone? Uh. Like, Uh, like it's one of these things where I don't think any... I think we're at the point where no good decisions can be made.
0: I suspect, like, it's not an accident that Jack Dorsey left and then the next day they announced that they're adding, like, increased privacy controls for photos. If you missed this, basically Twitter announced uh, that people will be able to uh, report photos of themselves on Twitter and have Twitter take them down if they're not a public person. I think what we're going to see is, like, a bunch of extremely short-sighted policy changes happening on Twitter to make it more of a Facebook-like platform that will cause a political damage to the American democracy.
1: Well, yeah, I mean I think I think there's a lot more damage Twitter can do. I think that's the important thing.
0: Yeah, I th- I don't what I'm saying is I don't think we've hit the bottom of Twitter's impact on the world.
1: No, and it's weird because I think when Jack Dorsey comes back, I think Twitter is probably better and less damaging than it was. However, it's still bad and damaging, so it's kind of a... Yeah, sure, he only ran over some of the puppies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's right. That sounds right to me. Um, But I wish him the best uh, uh, becoming a crypto
1: warlord. Yeah, I mean, he's got the look for it. His look has always been... He's he's had such a post tech bro look for such a long time that it's a shame that he has not managed to be a post-tech bro until now.
0: Yeah, he looks like a dude that would be on some kind of intergalactic console from like Star Trek. Yeah. Which I guess so do we at the moment. I mean, I've always looked like that. You, I mean, you, you do look like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Tumblr? Let's do it. So, we are going to be talking this week about Tumblr's 2021 year in review. I think it's a really fascinating document. I wanted to start by showing you the top 21 of 2021. I'm going to read through these and tell me to stop when I hit one that you don't know, okay? Okay. Number one, the Dream SMP Minecraft server. Stop. (laughs) Okay, so... Do you know what
1: this is? I have no Well, I mean, I know what Minecraft is, but I don't know what this particular thing is.
0: Oh, really? Okay. So, Dream is a Minecraft player who uh, no one knows what he looks like or what his real name is. Um, he has like millions and millions of followers. And the SMP is a survival multiplayer server that he has uh, basically like a, a lightly scripted sh- sh- TV show, uh, like, a, okay. like a show. It's like a Minecraft show.
1: So, it's like a MMORPG within Minecraft. With a script.
0: But the story of, of the Dream SMP is basically like him and his friends trying to set up the Dream SMP. So it's kind of like WWE, but for Minecraft. Yeah. Okay. Number okay. two, Supernatural.
1: I know what Supernatural is.
0: Number three, Destiel.
1: I, I know what Destiel is. as is, I know what Supernatural is.
0: Okay. Number four, Artists on Tumblr.
1: Is that Number- literally just Artists on Tumblr?
0: It's just Artists on Tumblr, yeah. All right, okay. Number five, Tommy Innit.
1: Tommy Innit, I do not know. Tommy Innit. Who Innet. is Tommy Innit?
0: is a British person who's part of the Dream SMP.
1: Oh, okay. So a spin-off of the top one. Cool, it's, cool. Okay, number six, Critical Role. No idea. Interesting. So
0: Critical Role is a tabletop RPG, Twitch stream, YouTube channel, and I guess podcast too. And it's basically like a company that does like four to seven hour live streams of people playing Dungeons & Dragons.
1: Okay, that seems bad but sure okay
0: they have a sh- they have an animated show based on one of their campaigns coming out for amazon prime sh-
1: soon that's cool yeah well done them
0: okay number 7
1: Ranbu. uh i do not know what rambo is
0: he is a character from the dream smp
1: <laughs> okay right all right cool cool
0: <laughs> okay number 8 genshin impact
1: uh genshin impact is a uh, like an anime game right
0: yeah it's like a- it's a chinese uh, mmorpg okay cool Number nine, Loki.
1: I'm aware of what Loki is. You're aware
0: of Loki? Okay. Yeah. Uh, number ten, Boko no Hero Academia.
1: Uh, I do know what Boko no Hero Academia is, but I'm going to guess some sort of anime. You would be
0: correct. Uh, okay. it is an anime. Actually, you probably really like it. It's about, uh, like people uh who get superpowers and then they go to like a high school to learn how to use their superpowers better. It's like Harry Potter but for superheroes. It's pretty good. Okay, cool. Number 11, TechnoBlade.
1: Uh TechnoBlade is a YouTuber, right? I'm a- gonna I can't remember what he does, but he came up in one of our like keyword research things the other day. I'll give you one hint. <laughs> is uh is he uh related to the Dream SMP Minecraft <laughs> server?
0: He is a Minecraft YouTuber named Don't TechnoBlade. Go. Okay, number 12, Star Wars.
1: Uh, I am aware of Star Wars.
0: I have heard of Star Wars as well. Uh, number 13, BTS.
1: This stands for behind the scenes. No, that's that right.
0: <laughs> that's right. It's just behind the scenes footage. Uh, that's the K-pop band BTS. Okay, number 14, The Owl House.
1: Uh, I do not know The Owl House.
0: So Owl House is a cartoon. Uh Off the top of my head, I could not tell you how to watch it, because culture is very confusing right now. Uh, It is a Disney show. It is
1: a Disney show. Okay. Okay.
0: I've heard it's pretty good. Uh, Number 15, Tubbo.
1: So, I'm going to make a call that, of the next four, three of them are YouTubers. Because I'm starting to notice the pattern of, well, the pattern. I'm starting to notice the, the, the construction of what is not isn't italicized.
0: Okay, so number 15, Tubbo. Number 17, Wilbur Suit. Number 18, Dream Was Taken.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming they're all YouTubers of some description. I'm going to, wait, are they all Dream SMP Minecraft server people?
0: <laughs> they're all Minecraft. They're all Minecraft YouTubers, yeah.
1: Wow. Uh, i mean what a game well i don't think any of like we talk about which games have had like lasting influence and i think we always massively underestimate minecraft like it is the biggest game of all time and it's not close
0: yeah and what's crazy is like it was the biggest game of all time like 10 years ago and it has just stayed the biggest game of all time
1: like cumulatively cumulatively it is a bigger game historically than chess
0: i would say it's up there with chess for sure Yeah. yeah i think it's I think it's also closer to like it so okay, like Minecraft is a game. You, like you and I yeah. we could play it. I mean actually we could we could have an episode of the Content Minds take place inside of Minecraft, which would be kind of cool. But it is it is evolving right now into essentially like a like an entertainment platform, but it's not. Like like people aren't watching the dream SMP inside of Minecraft. They're watching streams of it via the individual players streams
1: that's true yeah they're not really playing or watching it they are uh, yeah it's very strange i um, it's, i
0: it's- i wrote about i wrote a piece about uh, minecraft youtube for polygon recently and i descri- i compared it to like what if every character on game of thrones was running a twitch stream that you could jump in and out of
1: yeah okay i mean that sounds bad but yes
0: <laughs> imagine if the battle of winterfell had like point of view streams
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean that would have made it worse. But yeah, yeah I well
0: maybe you I, could have seen I, what was see, going see, on. See.
1: Yeah, that's true. You could have finally found one that was in the light. I mean, this I think is what's so interesting about kind of Minecraft, particularly, which is that it is so huge that it is, it's 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 like actually it's like most streamers where you're actually not watching the game or only in very rare circumstances are you watching the game. In reality, you're watching someone do something. It's. You don't have an older sibling, so you won't know the specific thing. But playing a game with a with a sibling that is like a single player game, actually I, I I don't think you probably ever. Well, you would have done this with like friends, I'm guessing. Like,
0: I mean, I've played where, video games with my sister, my my younger sister.
1: Right, but what I mean is where it's like if it's a single player game, you kind of can't play both at the same time. So you're either doing like a swapping and controller thing, or you are one person is playing and the other person is also there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've, I I also have, look. I have friends, like, I have played video games with friends.
1: Yeah, no, 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 this particularly one struck me, though, because you can't engage with this, whereas, obviously, my brother's, like, four years older than me, so when we would play video games, or rather, he would play video games, and I would explain to him how to complete the video game, because he couldn't figure out which ledge to jump on or whatever, like, and it would kind of make, sense from that perspective but that is what the emotion of this feels like rather than kind of where you play it with friends and like swap controls between yourselves it is like watching someone play it is what i mean i
0: had a mean older boy who lived across the street and he would make me watch him play sonic the
1: hedgehog all the time right exactly it's that exact thing of where it's like it's not really i don't know it's hard to describe but it's that exact thing
0: i i think the like the closest i've been able to figure out how to compare minecraft youtube to is is wwe just because. You are like, so Dream is a person who has like a name, Dream, but it yeah. is a person. And he's playing a game. And inside of that game, there's a loosely scripted, largely improvised saga that involves a character named Dream that he's playing. And that dynamic is actually not that different from The Rock playing the wrestler The Rock. And the story, yeah. the story that the character The Rock is in is basically just like, The drama of running a professional wrestling league like Vince McMahon has argued in court that he can fire someone on stage and it doesn't violate HR because he's not he's not play. He's he's playing Vince McMahon, you know, so like Dream and his friends like the plot line of the Dream SMP is basically just them trying to run their own SMP. That's the kind of the story. But it gets out of control, obviously, because there's no limits to what you can do in, in Minecraft.
1: But also, I think the, that's kind of the other point with Minecraft, is that you can, because of the construction nature of it, and the fact that you can keep constructing things for so long, it has this oddly infinite thing to it, which means yeah. that... Yeah. I don't know. It, it It's a very weird thing, but it also feels like, yeah, it's just kind of like turning on almost back... It feels like turning on background noise to me. Like, I feel like... It's like you turning on Seinfeld, basically, where it's like, yes, this is happening while I'm doing something else.
0: Oh, man. I love Seinfeld. I'm so happy it's on Netflix, even if they screwed up the aspect ratio. <laughs> it is just like my safe place to just listen to Seinfeld for hours.
1: But Oh, by the way, the last three on this list are Supernatural, Marvel, and Supernatural, which I was aware of.
0: Okay, so you know all of those things. You're, you're aware of Marvel? Aware? I'm aware of i am aware you, of marvel although it's
1: fascinating it, it's fascinating the one marvel thing to make it into this is bucky barnes no no there's two it's loki oh that's true but bucky and bucky barnes yeah all
0: right let's let's move on uh, actually hold on speaking of loki and bucky barnes let's talk about ships <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, for any normies who are listening, shipping is the act of creating fan works around the romantic pairings or relationship of two different characters. Tumblr obviously is an extremely horny place full of lots of different ships. So, uh, Luke, do you have this in front of you? Because if not, I'm going to make you guess.
1: Uh, I I don't. No, I don't have it in front of me.
0: Okay, so this is we're going to change formats here. So what do you think is the number one ship of, of 2021 on Tumblr?
1: I mean, it's one of these things where I'm like, is it? Okay, I'm going to try this properly. Right. Okay. So uh, based on the list that we've just seen, it right. should be Dean and uh, the other guy from Supernatural whose name I've forgotten. Castiel, the angel. Yes, you're Castiel, right. Castiel, yes. The number okay. one
0: ship of 2021 is Destiel. Okay. What do you think is number two? I'll give you a hint. It's based on a Disney cartoon.
1: A Disney cartoon.
0: Yeah, you don't have to guess the ship. Just can you guess the cartoon?
1: Um, no. I wait. So, 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 as a, a, cart- a, a cartoon, not on, like a animated thing.
0: Well, no, an, anim- an animation. What do you think a cartoon is?
1: Well, no, a cartoon is a drawn thing. Uh, like, we're, like, like, what? Frozen is not a cartoon. Uh, it, we're talking about Owl House. Okay, right. Sure. Okay. I Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh it's it's
0: I don't know who these people are. Luz Noseda and Amid and Amity Blight uh from Owl House and their ship is called Lumity. That sounds fun for them. Okay, this one you'll probably be able to guess. It's a Marvel pairing. It's number 3. What is the Marvel pairing that would be number 3?
1: All right. So it's got to have Wait, so it's the top two in this list were Loki and Bucky, but I don't kind, I don't really think that that's a pairing that makes sense. So it's either a Loki pairing, in which case, but I don't think Loki has a natural pairing. Like, unless it's Loki and Loki, but I don't think that was a thing, which means it's a Bucky pairing, which means it's Bucky and I don't know. It's not. Is it just Sam? Is it, yeah, is it just yeah. Sam? As you say, this is oh, an easy Okay. One. It's right, just right, Sam. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I was overthinking that.
0: It's Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes, and that's pairing is called Sam Bucky which just shows you exactly how basic that pairing is mm. uh, okay is you're, pairing. you're not going to guess number four so we're not even going to bother it's <laughs> it's Bakugo and Meteora from uh, Boku no Hero Academia uh, to translate that it's the superhero versions of shipping Harry Potter and Draco okay Malfoy. Cool.
1: okay fun for them uh,
0: number five is uh, Dream Not Found which was Dream Was Taken and George Not Found those are Minecraft
1: cool YouTubers.
0: Okay. Number six is another Marvel pairing and it is a Loki pairing.
1: Okay. Um Christ. Uh okay, so it is Loki and it's either Loki and Loki. As in like girl Loki. Loki and the I've forgotten his name. Who's the guy at the end? Not the watcher.
0: Oh, uh Kang?
1: Kang. I don't think it's Kang. No way. Uh they didn't they didn't have any sexual chemistry. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think who else is even in that series. It's this one. It, is it is it Loki and the Crocodile? No. Oh, uh, oh, oh it's Loki and Owen Wilson.
0: Yeah, it is. It's called Lokius, and yes. it's Loki and Mobius. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, of course.
0: Okay. Number seven is Kara Danvers and Lena Luther from Supergirl.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, number eight is Evan Buckley and Amundo em- Diaz from
1: the show Nine One One. This is making me feel. This is making me feel a thousand years old.
0: Well, hold on. It, it, we've got. We. I'm gonna go two more uh, for the top ten here. Okay, so number nine is Catradora. You must know this one, right?
1: Uh, Shira.
0: Yeah, it's Catra and Adora from Shira and the Princesses of Power. And number ten is a classic one, but I'm glad to see it on the list. It's Hanagram which is Hannibal and Will Graham from Hannibal.
1: (sighs) I don't, I mean, I sure. Okay. Why? Like the weirdest thing about Tumblr is that it is a load of teenagers getting really into weird shit and like shipping weird characters, but then also being into like the same thing as like 45 year old women.
0: Well, first of all, like teens are basic. Like, and you can write all the trend pieces you want about like green haired TikTok kids doing astral projection and f- calling each other serial killers, but at the end of the day, teens are children, and children are dumb, and they just like the same things as children like. There will be teenagers wearing Nightmare Before Christmas hoodies and listen to My Chemical Romance, like forty years from now.
1: Yeah, and think that that's different. There is <laughs>
0: there is some poor teenager sitting in a basement, listening to some awful other teenager talk at length about the Dresden dolls. That is a universal teenage experience. (laughs) Like there is some English change. There is some English teacher out there who is telling a floppy haired kid about the existence of the book perks of being a wallflower and setting this whole horrible cycle in motion yet again.
1: I mean, this is, this is it though. It's like when you actually think about the shows that, have really caught fire with Netflix, not just this year, the previous years, like stuff like Sherlock is was never designed as like a teen show. It thought it was doing a kind of a smart, snappy, modern drama thing, and it inadvertently like ended up attracting, I don't know, thirteen-year-olds.
0: Well, that's because all teenagers are drawn to men who look like Jack Skellington. That's true. So Tom Hiddleston, Benedict Cumberbatch. The onceler. Uh when people started doing cosplay of Welcome to Nightvale, they made him look like a skinny man with suspenders. Like like kids just Slenderman. Everyone just <laughs> every generation of, of kids just invents new versions of Jack Skellington. That's the whole thing.
1: Everyone's horny for Slenderman.
0: Everyone <laughs> Teenagers are horny for Slender Man, Luke. That's, that's the, if you can, if you want one takeaway from this week's show, it's that teens can't get enough of the murderous ghoul Slender Man. Um, okay. So we have a new, we have a new set of metrics to go through. And I All think right. this one's really interesting. And it taught like long time content minds fans are going to really enjoy this. Uh, cause we were pretty early to this entire concept. Uh, these are the, Top, aesthetics.
1: Oh, on Tumblr. Okay, yeah.
0: So, um, what kind of uh, soft version of a game show do you want to do with this? Do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to read them? Do you want?
1: What do you want to do with this? I uh, I, I can guess them. Do you want to guess them? I don't know. I'm not gonna guess them. These these are all gonna be like. Wait, Would are you- these all like?
0: No, dude, they're gibberish. They're absolutely gibberish. All right, here I'm uh, just gonna okay. send. You, I'm gonna send you the link so you, we can go through them together. Okay. Um okay. So, so number one here is obviously cottage core.
1: Sure, in with a bullet.
0: But do, have you heard of like any of these beneath? Have you heard of any of the ones beneath cottage core on this list?
1: Uh, I mean, number nine is cyberpunk, which obviously we know. Yeah. Uh, vaporwave. Yeah. Uh, Cozy core is is cottage core again, really. Yeah. No, that's 21. Uh, grunge aesthetic is just... I'm assuming that's just grunge. Like, I mean, what's... That's 26.
0: What's super weird is that three of the ones in the top... Four of the ones in the top ten are dark academia, light academia, chaotic academia, and romantic academia, which I think is just, like...
1: What dark, dark academia I have heard of. Yeah. Like, it's def- that's broken out somewhere where it's just, like... I mean, I don't know what it is, but it's, like... It's just different...
0: It's, like... Just different photos of going to, like, a British university.
1: Well, like, one of, like, three British universities, because all of the others are... Do not look like those three British universities. Okay,
0: okay. So the top post for all four academia aesthetics is this post, which is wild. It's uh, by a Tumblr user called Poetically Bitter, and it's just, like, photos of bookstores in the rain. One of them is Shakespeare and Company in Paris. It's just, like... yeah. It's just like bookstores. So it's just like it's it's like um oh, it's like we hearted it stuff. It's like photos of people drinking coffee in cathedrals.
1: So I should point out this is this is tagged with dark academia, light academia, chaotic academia, romantic academia, classic academia, royal academia. So I'm starting to think that these aren't like very clear aesthetics.
0: I mean, one could argue that aesthetics inherently aren't very
1: clear, right? True. But I think the fact that there may be four in the top thing is just that people keep tagging the same posts with the same things.
0: Yeah, we don't have a ton of information on how, like, these top things are made. Uh, I assume, well, I assume they're, like, just compiling posts within tags, uh, and, like, Tumblr has pretty good metadata. Um, But, yeah, it's really interesting that, like, I mean, I guess what it is, it's, it's, like, teenagers using photos on the internet to, like, describe a feeling they can't, like, put into words
1: okay there's one on this list that i think we need to talk about which is uh number 37 because i think this is the question that you were just talking about
0: oh no (laughs) it's called old web and it's the 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 first thing i see when i click into it is just a photo of an ipod nano and then it's like (sighs) oh god Oh, s- okay, first of all, Windows XP aesthetic is so good, and I'm obsessed. I I want everything to look like Windows XP. Oh, man. Is, this the, is-,
1: is the Windows XP one have the speakers on? Because those speakers have given me, like, a real yeah. thing.
0: Those speakers would absolutely pick up phone calls by
1: accident. Yes, constantly. Oh, phone man. calls that no one was having.
0: Dude, do you remember when MS Paint for Windows XP was, like, the best game?
1: Uh, I think it was pre-XP.
0: No, but just, like... Open it up Oh like, just generally paint
1: being a great game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just,
0: just open it up basic programs on Windows XP and just oh man. I I am such a sucker for this aesthetic though. It's so good. Yeah. Fuck, this is a,
1: this is a great aesthetic.
0: There's so many like early two thousands like anime GIFs in this tag. And like oh man, I just wanna like I was I I was having a conversation in the Garbage of Discord today about like game FAQ walkthroughs for the first generation of Pokemon <laughs> games, and how, like, it was just such a good moment in time. Oh, man. Yeah, that,
1: that that brief period where you could get a game, and then you'd have to go back the next week to buy a magazine that would tell you how to beat the game.
0: Yeah, but then you would pirate a version of that magazine with like a- done in, like, ASCII art, and you'd, like, print yeah. it out. Oh, man. Like, I, 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 I like the concept of aesthetics. Like, I, I, I like... That we're like getting better at describing what are essential.
1: We've now found our aesthetic.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I just opened another one. I'm currently in the, the aesthetic scene core, which is just, you know, (laughs) like 2008 internet garbage. Wow. I miss 2008 so much. I just wish, I just wish I could be drinking a watermelon for loco wearing $80 Urban Outfitter jeans that were skin tight, and listening to Flow Riders Club Can't Handle Me, wearing like my girlfriend's hoodie. I am
1: shocked by how many of these are basically just being like, Yeah, I wish I used the internet in like 1998.
0: Yeah, dude, it was sick. I was there. I can tell you, it was awesome. (laughs)
1: It was so red. Like that was at like the start of the the, the worst cover of uh, LCD sound system ever.
0: Dude, I can tell you crazy stories about accidentally charging 80 dollars to my mom's Verizon bill while trying to open <laughs> myspace on my sidekick. <laughs>
1: yeah, cool. Good.:
0: <laughs> Yeah, oh man, that was the life. Um, hold up. I want to see- oh, okay, here's another one. Oh no, it's basically just the same thing again. This is email core. I've opened up, and it's the same thing.
1: Yes, What's- this is what I mean. There's there's a lot of like really just like oh, I enjoyed. I this was a better period.
0: Yeah, because I think that there's a lot of overlap between like goblin core, forest core, nature core, fairy core, farm core.
1: You know, yeah. like there's, there's a lot there's of actual, that. There's basically like four aesthetics in this with just a bunch of different names. Yeah, like up at up at seventeen, on this is just web core, which is uh- just the same stuff again.
0: Oh, is it? Is yeah. is webcore different than old webcore? No. Oh, yeah, you're
1: right. It's the same thing. Uh, well, yeah. web
0: webcore has a, is a little more influenced by like the Sega Dreamcast,
1: <laughs> <laughs> as all of the best things are.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like consumer consumer technology looked so good in between like 1998 and 2004. It looked so fucking good.
1: It never got better.
0: No, it really didn't. Like that was the peak of
1: it. Like, I wanna, we to talk about, like, iPhones and stuff, but iPhones suck and they look awful.
0: Like, I just want to go to Tokyo in 1999 and buy so much consumer technology products <laughs> to decorate my house. Like, that's all I want. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's move on to something near and dear to our hearts. Memes. So this is uh this is the tw- this is the 2021 year year end list of the biggest memes. My first thing I notice here is that Catterday is three, which is really surprising to me.
1: Yeah, I mean it's three, but also like memes. Most so most of these that we've been looking at are moving around from previous years, and this one has a lot of new stuff. But there is also a bunch of stuff that's old uh like so it's been from the previous year so they've got the plus 1 the plus 19 the plus 3 about like how it's moved and yeah the fact that cat is still in there is interesting
0: yeah i think i want to see what the biggest increase has been and it seems like the biggest one is gay memes which makes sense
1: to me um you we think this year is more gay than than previous I, years well
0: according to this report uh the only thing that has increased more than gay memes which moved up 36 spots is web weaving, which moved up thirty nine spots, and I don't even know what web weaving is.
1: I'm not. It's not clearer. Nope. From the, what is this? Wait. I, I've, I've, I'm I'm skimming through, and I've got like some quotes from the Iliad, some Mitsky quotes.
0: Oh, okay. Wait. I found out what this is. Okay. This is so weird. I've never heard of this. So. According to everything2.com, which is a website I've never heard of before, there is a definition of web weaving, which is a genre of transformative works of art endemic to the internet blogging website Tumblr. A web weaving is any combination of images, captured still images from film or TV, prose quotes, song lyrics, lines of poetry, and excerpts from film scripts which have a theme in common or a unifying set of symbols which are presented together in a sequence to be enjoyed as a coherent single work of art. It's just an aesthetic.
1: So this is basically just girl talk,
0: but it's, it's making internet aesthetics out of internet content. It's just making aesthetics. This is just,
1: but it's, but it's more complicated than that. Like it's, it's bringing together like a lot of different things. Yeah. I don't know, man, this is, this this is weird.
0: This does explain some posts that I've seen on my dashboard this year and just like did not understand
1: it's constructing new art out of old art it's it's just cutting stuff cutting stuff up together
0: yeah it's like an internet collage yeah fascinating i've very very this is this is extremely fascinating to me um other than that though there aren't like a lot of big standouts here there there's a lot of the classic ones like covid memes uh number 2 is just suez canal memes so um
1: yeah which is good i'm glad that made it
0: yeah uh, The Josh fight made it into the top 50. Uh,
1: There's a lot of kind of uninteresting stuff in there, these, you know, Marvel memes. There's a bit of D&D kicking around. Quite a bit of D&D kicking around here, actually, was is interesting.
0: You know how, like, dark matter is supposed to be, like, the like the frequency that sort of just, like, exists throughout the
1: universe? I'm not going to explain that's wrong, but yes, sure. You
0: know how, like, there's just, like, there's just, like stretches of nothingness throughout the universe, but, like, there's just, like, the low... The thing
1: you're getting at is, like, 98% of the universe doesn't exist, no one knows where it is, and it's theoretically made up of dark matter.
0: Right. I'm saying that, like, that is true of the internet and tabletop role-playing
1: content. That stacks up.
0: Like, there's just, there's just wide stretches of the internet that are empty other than just, like, the low hum of people, like, quietly discussing tabletop role-playing campaigns.
1: Yeah, it's like how... In America, no matter what music is happening, somehow country music is the biggest music. Yeah. And in, in, in Europe, it's metal.
0: Yeah. So on the it's internet, there. it's, it's, it's tabletop role playing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just there. They don't really get involved with anything else. They're just doing their own thing. And regardless of whatever else is going on, they're just still there, still bigger.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, so I wanted to show you one last thing here, which is sort of related to this. Uh, which is the top communities? Which uh, Tumblr is now using the like suffix blur, so it's like study blur, witch blur, mind blur, sim blur. Um, and I feel like this is sort of like a companion to the top memes because of, like a lot of the memes that are trending are tied to these communities. So you have like you know you have ADHD memes, and then you have an ADHD community. You know you have you have people sharing. Uh gay memes and you have gay blur. You know, like there's a lot of that overlap.
1: The blur is making my eyes do something weird in this volume.
0: It's a little diso- it's a it's a little it's a little hard to pronounce, yeah. Like Lang blur or well, this one's very hard, which is travel blur.
1: So travel tumbler.
0: Yeah. Is what or, we're saying. Although I do like rat blur. I think that's pretty good. And bug blur is fun too. I don't know. It's it's I think it's fun. But I do think that like Looking at the top memes is kind of like seeing half the picture because what really appears to be happening is that, like, the communities on Tumblr are sharing stuff at a rate that sort of reflects how big those communities are.
1: Okay, so does it reflect how big the communities are, or how active the community- communities are? I think
0: it's a bit of both. I think, like, you know, it's based on note count and frequency. I believe uh, I'm not I'm not 100 sure on how they they compile these. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, it
1: makes it makes sense to me. For example, that like, Study Blur is number two because a bunch of people are just going to do it every single night and there's a large number of people studying rather than people who are getting, like, really into it.
0: I also think Study Blur and its size is probably not unrelated to the explosion of academia-related aesthetics. For sure, for sure. Like, that's what I think is really interesting about this is that, like we're, we're like, all of these different reports on this year-end thing are kind of just, like, shades of the same prism, which is just, like, kind of trying to understand, like, what the Tumblr blob is based on, like, the content that's coming out of these, like, weird pockets of people.
1: Yeah, if you're looking at this, and you're like, Stony is number two, then Writers on Tumblr is number four, uh, and then Bookler is number 14, and Tumblarians, which I'm assuming is Tumblr librarians, is number 20. And all of this sort of fits together.
0: Right, exactly. It all kind of lines up. Once you get out of sort of, like, the... The top content, like the top intellectual property and the top relationships, then you just start to see like the same sides of the same kind of trends, which is like, there are a lot of kids who are sharing aesthetics. Like, there are a lot of kids sharing aesthetic posts about studying. And there's like a lot of like scientists and librarians. And there's like a lot of people who want to pretend like they're goblins, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. So. Let me wrap. Let me let me let me let me wrap at you for a second, because I have a theory, and I want your I want your take on it. Okay. All right. I I mused about this, you know, if you will, in garbage day, uh, this week. But my takeaway from these reports is that essentially, like the most popular media on the internet right now are basically like you like Ulysses sized works that are completely impenetrable and dense. (laughs) Okay. And it seems to be like, that's the secret. Like the MCU is a universe that people can go live in. Like the Minecraft YouTube world is a universe you can go live in. Like tabletop role-playing is literally like a universe you can go live in. Like that's kind of, then what's interesting is like you get outside of that, those bubbles and then you find users just making their own universes out of visual aesthetics. It's like, all of Tumblr is kind of like moving towards this thing where everything is a cinematic universe to go live inside of.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think, I think that there is, that makes sense because the internet has become such a collaborative experience that you are kind of constantly creating and consuming at the same time, which means you end up living in whatever universe you're watching. Like you can't really just, you know, observe a universe without becoming part of it. It's the, the, uh, I've forgotten forgot the name of the, the physics law. It's the Heisenberg's uncertainty principle, but no, right, no, it's not that. Uh, it's uh, it's the one that's observing something and unable to change.
0: It. Yeah, you look
1: at a thing and then it changes. The observer effect. It's not a good name, but yeah, the observer effect. Uh, it's the observer effect on on the internet, which is that if, yeah, as soon as you look at something, you somehow become involved in it, and then you are part of it rather than just being able to ever observe it.
0: Yeah, I think that's correct, and I also think that like there is a For it's funny, for all the talk of the metaverse at the moment, there does seem to be a very real trend of people on the Internet wanting to construct semi fictional or fully fictional universes to live inside of or idealized versions of the world to live inside of. And like that seems to be an urge, like like there is that woman who went viral like a few weeks ago because she took a photo of herself last year but it looked like the photo had been taken in the 90s but then there's like a bunch of weird anachronisms in the photo yeah, and everyone was yeah. like losing their mind on on twitter like there seems to be this urge to like find a specific period of time or a specific part of like the star wars canon or like a specific moment in the mcu and like live in it and and like dissect it and like and and identify yourself with it and i think that's really interesting that all these companies are investing like millions and millions of dollars in the metaverse and meanwhile teenagers on Tumblr are like building one out of like literal collages of like song of like Mi- mitski song lyrics. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: It's fascinating. Um once again, everyone could save a lot of time and energy if you just like opened up Tumblr and like saw what a couple teenagers were doing. And then you'd be like, oh yeah, there it is. There's the future of the internet. It's yeah. it's, it's called Goblin Core. You can go live like a little troll in a house in the woods that's what you want you don't want video conferencing software you want to live like a little goblin you want to be shrek
1: that's what you want i mean if the goblin also has some video conferencing software that would be good because it is useful
0: sure if you and a bunch of your goblin friends could play jackbox like i'm sure that'd be fun yeah speaking of content luke have you consumed any content to stay sane this week Yeah, I wait. Hang on. Did I go this last one? <laughs> what did you talk? You talked last week. You talked about. Uh, oh, I have no idea what you talked
1: about last week. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I did. Um. Uh. Yeah. Been watching the. Oh god, I'm about to say. No, I definitely did. not definitely didn't. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No. This week I have been watching uh the American Crime Story impeachment show.
0: I read a thing. Trying to figure out why it disappeared from the public consciousness, and the best guess I had heard was that it, it's because you can't stream it anywhere.
1: Uh, we can stream it in the UK. It's it, they're showing it on BBC and it's on iPlayer. Um, Is it good? It's really interesting. I'm only seven episodes through of ten, so uh, you know, I I don't know what happens. Hopefully, he gets impeached. We'll see. Uh,
0: yeah, that was the end of the Clinton uh, political legacy, right there.
1: Yeah, it's wild, wild. Um, but you know, it's honestly, it's I think it's actually really, really good. It has one of the best characterizations of anyone I've ever seen, uh, about Linda Tripp, uh, who is played by Sarah Paulson in it, but who plays it in such a pitch perfect way that she is a slightly petty, self important, thinks she's at the center of everything, oh, ov- like thinks she's a major player in this stuff and ultimately isn't. And ultimately nearly brings down the president through essentially wanting to, uh, to matter almost. And it's a really, it's a really fascinating character study of, of, of her. Uh, and there's a lot of other interesting things as well. Clive Owen plays Bill Clinton. Is he which, any good? No. <laughs> because I, well, I, I think it's tricky because A, you're so familiar with like Bill Clinton and B, he does not have the, the magnetism that that character needs in order for any of this to make sense. Yeah. Instead, he's just a guy and it's like, okay. Why is any of this happening? Um, but yeah, no, it is, I genuinely I think it's really, really good. Um, I'm surprised by how, how, how interesting and what a, what a, uh, I don't want to say thoughtful because that's not quite right, but a, a nuanced and unexpected take on it. It is. Like I it's see. obviously very sympathetic to Monica Lewinsky, which you'd expect, uh, but it's also relatively kind of, it is a bunch of people whose paths crossed in just the worst possible way and everything just, went to hell but it didn't go to hell through anyone being like aggressively evil it went to hell through just like people being very human around each other and some of those people were being human and awful like huh, bill clinton but yeah. it was also just yeah it was it feels it feels very human very real and very interesting in in a way that i think is you know often missing from kind of those narratives when you see them in other circumstances but yeah it's worth watching it's interesting
0: nothing more human than arguing about jizz on national tv that's what i always say
1: Oh yeah. How about you? Uh, what content have you been consuming to stay sane?
0: I regret to inform our audience that I have begun playing Pokemon again. And now Which, which po-
1: normal Pokemon? <sighs>
0: so, there's a new v- Pokemon for Switch out called uh Brilliant Diamond. It's a remake of Pokemon Diamond. And I started playing that. And I got to the Elite Four, and I was like, okay, I want to savor this a little bit. And then I opened up Pokemon Go, and I started playing Pokemon Go. And then I realized that I had stuff in Pokemon Go I could transfer to Pokemon Sword. So I started playing Pokemon Sword again. And then I realized that I had a bunch of legendaries, like extra legendaries. So I started using the Pokemon Home GTS, which is like the, the, the stock market for Pokemon trading. And now I'm trading a lot of Pokemon.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: I'm down real bad for Pokemon right now. Uh, are you having?
1: Are you? Ha- are you having your your? your are, you, are you? Is this your your kind of your final moment of addiction? Is this the thing you're getting addicted to?
0: I mean, every nine months or so, there's like a Pokemon thing that like sucks me back in. But the now it's getting worse, I think, because right. So there are 198 total Pokemon. Okay, sure. I'm at okay. I'm at 664. And it's like,
1: that's... sure,
0: I'm getting closer to the total Pokedex, and I think as the closer I get, the more it's gonna get
1: worse for me. You're too close. Is the problem? Like, like if you're on like if you're on like 200, it'd be like fine, I'm whatever, really
0: totally fine. Even 500, maybe even 600. Okay, fine. You know, I'm 300. That's like I'm 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 300 away. But now, Luke, I'm getting closer, and as I get closer, I'm like, well, what if? Should I buy a hundred and fifty dollar? Pokeball extension for my Nintendo Switch that allows me to download Mew. That's the only way to get Mew right now, Luke. I think you might have to do that. I think I might. Plus, I could probably sell it on the secondary market for even more money because this stuff just keeps going up. It's like NFTs, what, man.
1: What, <laughs> once you get it all, once you get it, them all, then yeah, like you've completed them and then you can just sell them and it'll be great.
0: But once I get them all, they might release a new game with more. So then I have to keep that's, playing
1: That's true until they I die.
0: But I would like to avenge. I would like to say. I think I. I, I don't do usually like year, like, uh, what's the thing where you say you're going to do something in the new year, resolution. Uh,
1: resolution. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't do New Year's resolutions, but part of me thinks like maybe 2022 is the year that I complete a lifetime Pokedex. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So that might be my project for 2022.
1: I don't know. Uh I mean that's uh, okay. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Um,
0: yeah, you know, so if you, if anyone listening, uh, has anything they want to trade, any good, any good trades, hit me up. Uh, we can exchange room codes on Pokemon home. I also have sword. I also have, let's go. We can, we, you know, we can trade on all kinds of different platforms. So let me cool next week. We are doing Spider-Man enter the spider verse. We are. And then after that, we are watching no way home. And before the end of the year, Luke and I will also complete our Matrix series.
1: Yeah, we should complete we should complete two trilogies in the next. Well, no, uh, one one quadrilogy and one septology, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh,
1: I don't I don't know
0: what counts for for the Spider Man one.
1: Decology, it's a decology. It's a
0: decology. So yeah, after that, we'll be taking a little break as we did last year. And we're working on a new Patreon strategy. We've had a Patreon for we've had a Patreon for about a year and a half now, and it's sort of hovered around the same amount of people. And I think it's largely because like we're doing like a weird thing with it that we enjoy. But it is also after midway through the Spider Man thing, Luke and I are kind of like maybe it's time to uh, to figure out something else.
1: <laughs> yeah, because
0: I think it was probably right around Spider Man three. You and I were like. Maybe maybe this isn't the way forward for us anymore.
1: Yeah, the Matrix stuff was a really nice break. Um, we we're like, wow, these movies are great. This is fun. It's interesting. And then getting back to the superhero stuff was 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 more of a drag than I think we anticipated.
0: Yeah, I also think that like by going off on a side quest every two weeks doesn't allow us to be topical in a way that I think we'd like to be. Right. You know, the Content Minds is a show first and foremost about how content works on the internet, but increasingly content works on the internet based on how content works everywhere else you know netflix is a great example of this so we want to be able to talk about you know disney plus shows or we want to talk about squid game or we want to talk about things that are like a little more tied to what's going on and we want to get it to be a little more regular and a little more built into the way we're doing the show so all of that is a very long-winded way of saying that spider-man 3 physically and psychologically broke us and now we'll be doing a new thing in the new year for our patreon um yeah that's pretty much how that's gonna work um so we'll have cool. we'll have more details on that uh soon uh but thank you guys for listening to all of this thank you guys for supporting us and um yeah we'll see you next week with uh a new episode of the content minds and a new episode of post post credit scene where we're going to be talking about the greatest movie possibly of all time spider-man enter the spider-verse all right oh awesome. oh oh right of course luke what's the challenge for people commenting
1: on our reviews I can't come up with this off the top of my head, man. Um You had you
0: had uh you had an hour and twelve minutes to think of. I this. didn't know
1: I was doing this until ten seconds ago. Well
0: you're all you gotta uh oh um comment uh leave a review for this show as if we were ooh use use the old web aesthetic, leave it in leet speak.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave us a, a lead rev- speak review.
0: You leave us a review and lead speak. I wonder how many of these challenges we can do before like a major hosting platform removes our show for spam.
1: Only one way to find out.
0: Only one way to find out. All right. See you guys next week, everybody. I love you. See ya. Goodbye. Bye.